Alrighty, righty, g'day guys. Welcome back to Stat Chat Sports. We're still doing our AFL preview videos. And if you've clicked on this video, you know it's the doggies. It's the doggies and we think the doggies are going to finish in 10th place. Luckily today, three boys on the call. Myself, Josh, Tazza, BT. Welcome back to the pod, BT. Uh, a couple episodes in the twos. Looking for a big episode out of you today. And you requested the dogs. You wanted this team. Yes, I do. Um, now, now that I'm back, the viewers are actually going to get some quality content. So, oh, it oh, hold on. I, I listened <laughs> to on. those videos you guys made, and you were bagged. Apparently, the number, the top two in our stat chat boys, and all this bullshit. What a load of crap coming from you two. I know you need a lift, you need a big episode, BT, and that's why we're handing it over to you. You wanted the dogs, you've gone in depth on this team, you've done your research. I want to hear all about it. Well, this is going to be interesting because I know how you feel, Josh. So it'll be interesting to see how Taylor feels about the dogs. We're opposite, me and you, Josh, about this, this team. I was the only one who had them finishing top eight. Mm. And to be honest, I think I've underselled it. I think they're pushing top six, even if pushing a top four. I think they're this good. When I've out With the research I've done and more I've looked at it, I think it's going to be a very good team. And with the outs of Dunkley and Hunter, which essentially were the main two you got a little like a shacky who didn't play too much and these type of players but bringing in a liam jones which is what they need another key defender and a rory lob adding that extra forward i think it's actually going to benefit them more than losing a dunkley okay so you think that with their off-season moves they've gotten better or they've gotten worse they've gotten better in my opinion. And oh, from I our disagree. run sheet, what I've read, yes, from what you've written, you think they've gotten worse. I do. That's what I mean. This is going to be interesting. All right. Well, you you run the show. Talk us through those ins. Tell us how the team's going to benefit um, and how they're going to structure up differently this year because that's what I'm intrigued to see, how they're going to structure up. So obviously the big in of Liam Jones, we know how quality of a player he can be. Alex Keith playing at fullback, but there's talks of Josh Bruce. He's playing. He's been trained down back all preseason. I'm interested in this. Tazza, what are your thoughts on Brucey? Because it does, if he's not playing forward, I mean, if he's forward, it's a very tall forward line. Yeah, well, there is a logjam in the forward line for the dogs. And they're stacked with talent. I mean, you got Ugo Hagen, Lob, uh, English, if he ever goes down there. Bont will, will spend time there. He's so effective forward. The astronaut. The astronaut, yeah, exactly, at, at half forward. So, I mean, I'll probably miss the biggest guy there. But, yeah, they're, they're stacked. And they and Sam Darcy's probably going to find a spot there. But I think he may have been training back as well. I'm not sure. Swingman, old-fashioned swingman. Yeah. So, I mean, they're stacked with with height, especially probably in, in all areas. And I agree, Liam Jones is – it's it's a big addition. We've seen what he can do. And to lose – They've always they've been flush with midfielders they have, and they've had a lot of guys roll through that the middle there. And from all reports, Caleb Daniel is now playing in the middle. He yeah. spent a lot of time during match soon in the midfield. So I like what they've done key position wise. I mean, I actually had them the lowest out of everyone. I just think there's eleven other teams, according to me, that are better than this team. But they yeah, they don't look awful. They 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 do look good. Yeah, see. I might as well give my two cents then because it seems like what we're going to do here. I, I don't like that back line, particularly the key defenders. I mean, I think 
looking at this list, you've got Keith, Jones and Gardner. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I think they probably would struggle to get first-team football on a lot of teams out there and certainly not be the number one or the number two. So I'm not sold on their key defender depth. Uh, Zane Cordy obviously going out, and, and as you said, that Jones comes in, they're going to have to do something to find Fadina Guy. So whether that's Bruce, whether that's Darcy, like you said, I think that's a big weakness, and, and that was their weakness last year. The keen defender depth was a big weakness last year, and that takes time. I mean, they drafted Jed Buzzlinger, and that's a great pick because it was a pick of need. He's not going to be ready day one, though. We know that. So I, I think the weakness they had last year is the weakness they got this year. You take Dunkley out of that rotation, um, that's a that's a big loss for them. And Lockie Hunter was a solid depth piece out on the wing. You can find a guy, but you you might have to you know you might have to get someone that's a bit younger to step up. So I don't think this team is better than they were last year, and and they did underachieve last year as well, VT. So I can see where you're coming from that you think they might bounce back, but yeah, I mean I mean this team has historically not gone very well in the home and away season. And, um, you know, those two grand finals that they made, uh, they had to do it the hard way. They were, you know, seventh, eighth, both of those years. So, yeah, I'm not as sold on the doggies as you are, Peter. Well, you see, like, a lucky hunter, he was a fringe player last season. I, he's he's not a loss at all, in my opinion. I don't think that matters at all. Even, and it's hard with the Dunkley. I just, their midfield depth is so big, one of the it biggest is. in the competition. I just don't think mm. it's going to... Obviously, he's a quality player, but I just don't think it's going to affect him. I think Bontempelli is going to be playing that extra midfield. It, it, he played 50% of the CBAs last year, Dunkley did, uh, over the whole season. Oh, that, it's going to... But then you had McCray out on the wing, you had a Bailey Smith out on the ring, Trelaw playing a half forward, Bontempelli playing a full forward. They're all just going to take over that extra 50%. Bontempelli, he's just going to be playing, I think, a hell of a lot more in that midfield arguably one of the best players in the competition when he's on song. Agreed. And then you add in a mm. Rory Lobb where they lacked without Norton, they didn't they struggled to find goals. When Norton went off injured or didn't play or whatever, they struggled to find goals. And I think adding that extra tool, on top of that, a second rock, who Steph Martin, obviously back in his day, he was a reasonably good ruckman, but he's solid. He's he was a towards bit of a yeah, he, yeah. 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 So obviously him going out, bringing Rory Lobb, I think it's and him and English are just going to swap. So he English is uh, can play key forward as well. He's a reasonable mark down there. So I think it's that forward line. I think they're going to be very high scoring. But down back, I think with Josh Bruce, I think he can play like a Himmelberg role, what Himmelberg did last right. year. So mm-hmm. the top, so out of the top forty for intercepts last year, Bulldogs didn't have one player in there. You add in a Liam Jones and you add in a Josh Bruce. If either of those can make Liam Jones before this COVID stuff happened with what happened with him, it's he was up there with one of the best defenders at the time. He had one good season and he's a lockdown guy. So he's not going to intercept. So that one season he had, he was in the top 24 intercepts, surprisingly. Um, There you go. But add, add in Josh Bruce, who I think. Like I said, he's going to play that Himmelberg role. If he plays, it's out of him and Keith. They can't play both. No. They can't play them and Gardner. Gardner can play small when he needs to. He's one of those players who can play tall but can play small. 
So he'll play on the main... If there's a team they come up against who's got a main small forward, he normally goes to them. So if they can work these intercept marks into their game and win the ball back, get it to these halfbacks and wingmen where they're quality in these midfielders, going forward with more space, I think they're going to win more games. Well, there you go. So usually in these season preview videos, if you've watched a few of them before, you'll know we like to talk about a reason for optimism. I think BT's well and truly covered that. Uh, we like to talk <laughs> about a cause for concern. I think I've I think I've well and truly covered that. <laughs> Uh, Tazza, I do want to throw one to you really quickly, and we, we touched on this guy briefly. The Bont. Got to be a big year coming up for him. He was clearly injured last year and, and wasn't able to have the output that we saw when he finished second in the Brownlow in 2021. I mean, how big is that for the Dogs to get their main man back and fit and ready to go? Yeah, oh, it's huge. I mean, this guy is, he will win a brown at some point. It, it's only a matter of time, I think. And what BT said about the forward line, obviously bringing Lob in eliminates the need for him to spend as much time forward. He is effective forward, but he's more effective in the middle. So we we, we do need to see a higher CBA, <clears throat> a high midfield time or high mil- midfield usage for Bontempelli this year. And I think with the loss of Dunkley, it's bound to happen. There's going to be other guys rotating through. Like we've said, they have such a, a glut of midfielders. There's just so many of them there. But he is the man, and he has to be... Everything needs to go through him. That's the point. He He's just a star. Yeah, absolutely. He is the big dog. So, uh, all Australian chance. We're talking about one guy for every AFL team that we think is a really good all-Australian chance. And obviously, Bont, BT... You know, he is that guy. Is, is he the guy that you've gone with or have you given us someone a little bit more under the radar? This was very hard to choose because I think Bont is, this is his year. And I think he's going to go, he's going to have his outstanding year. So I, all all accounts, everything's pointing towards him making all Australian. Yeah. But I'm not going with him. I'm going with, I'm going with Aaron Norton. Ah. He's, in my opinion, I think he's, very close to winning the Coleman this year. The inclusion of Rory Lobb and I think Ugal Hagen or Adasi who's down there, I think, especially in Ugal Hagen, if he can improve again from last season, I think it's just going to more isolate Norton. And one-on-one, him out of the goal square, especially if he gets a jump, the astronaut, he, he clucks those. And last year he had a, quite a few bad games, but he still kicked 51 goals. He's not going to get double teamed because they need to play someone on either an English or a Rory Lobb. So I think he's going to have like an outstanding year. I like it. Uh, Tazza, what do you reckon? Because I actually had Norton for the Coleman last year and a bit of form. I think there were some injuries as well. So yeah, Norton, a, a good one to watch this year. Yeah, completely agree. I mean, add Jamara in there. I mean, he's probably going to take the the leap. So there's another forward that they're going to have to, to cover that defences are just going to have to look out for. There's so many weapons in this forward line. There's, there's double teaming isn't an option. It's a one-on-one kind of d- deal here. Otherwise, you just open yourself up to way too many uh, options to to kill you. So yeah, I, I think he's got to be right up there. I, I I haven't really sort of thought about that deeply. Who's going to be the common, but he's going to factor absolutely at, at the pointy end of the season. A breakout player, BT. So for each team, we're looking for one player that's just going to take their game to another level. For the doggies, who are you looking at? 
So this is basing off what I said earlier about the intercept marking. If they can improve on that side of their game and distribute the ball easier out of the back line, I'm going with Ed Richards. Mm. A running halfback, running back pocket type player. If they can intercept these marks and they're going to be looking for him or Bailey Dale to distribute that ball off halfback. The last eight games, I think it was, of Ed Richards of last season, he only had one game under 20 disposals. So he's ending the season well coming into this season. Over the whole season, he averaged 18, six marks and four rebound 50s. That rebound 50s, that needs to get up to around the six to seven, if he can improve that. It would take the um, limelight off Bailey Dale, who is a quality, obviously, halfback. He's all Australian. All Australian. He has been. Yep. Um, I think he, he can really improve. And I think that will make go like a huge way of how Bulldogs will um, finish this season. Yeah, and I think, Taz, the other thing to mention there is Caleb Dale, uh, sorry, Caleb Daniel, looking at a little bit more midfield time. So the role presents itself there. Um, yeah, I, I do like that. Yeah, I was. You beat me to it. That's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, there's a there's a hole right there. I mean, they've already got someone who has shown glimpses of the talent that's needed to fill that role. Obviously, Daniel's Caleb Daniel's pretty important down there, and he has been that sort of that speed and that and that um that rush out of defence. And Richards has shown he can fill the spot. So, yeah, it's a perfect fit. So our last regular segment we like to do as part of these season previews. One player that is under the pump for whatever reason, they need a big season, maybe to salvage their career, maybe to make sure they don't get traded to another club, whatever it is that you need to put in a big one, BT. And who are you looking at? I actually struggled with this to find a player, but I just kept coming back to this one guy, Jason Johannesson, 30 years old, signed a two-year contract. I know that. Really? I don't. He did. He signed a two-year contract last That's season. A, yeah, yeah I'm, I don't know. I don't. He's a bit of a fringe player. Where does he play? He was injured last year. I know that. He only played eight games. But where where does he fit into this team? He's the They're sub. Not he's the sub this he's year. He's the sub. I, I think that's, mm, that's his he's role. A perfect sub. Yeah. That's because he can play a halfback. He can play a half forward. But he's like I said, he's getting towards the end of his season, end of his career. And you're going to prioritize these younger fellas over him you would think so I, I couldn't really come up with any other player other than him you know what's funny bt is i'm pretty sure he was our under the pump player this time <laughs> last year so <laughs> clearly nothing's changed for old jj um tazza just want a quick little story here about jj because the three of us actually were at the game for this man playing the best game of his footy career yeah, he was uh, wrongly awarded the the Norm Smith Medal that day. He was nowhere near it. It was it was terrible. I think we were. It was unanimous. We we kind of stood there and shook our heads at, at, at how did that happen? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Bulldogs got up, but he. I think he racked up. It would have been thirty on. He had 30. 31, 32 disposals. I think something like that rings a bell. But I think he had a ton of meters gained, but. What a meters gain when it comes straight back over your head because his yeah. disposal efficiency was terrible. Yeah. So that's, that, that's been a hallmark of his game. But yeah, look, he'll take that to the bank. And I mean, yeah, he's going to claim it. So he should, I suppose. He's, he's an awesome medalist, but Boydie was robbed. And I reckon I'll pick him. 
Pickin was robbed as well. He had an absolute oh. cracker in 2016. He was the man that day. Even was... Josh Kennedy. Josh Kennedy was above him and they lost. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was a star. Uh, you make a good point. Well, there we go. Reminiscing about grand finals past for the dogs. If you think that we're completely wrong, and if you think the dog is going back to the grand final this year, we'd love to know. Uh, BT is obviously much bigger on this team than the rest of us here at Stat Chat. He's the only one that thinks that they'll make the finals. But on our on our combined rankings, we've got them sitting in 10th. So uh, if you four. disagree... Top four. Oh, settle down. You had them in eighth. Yeah. You had them in eighth, BT. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm backing off that. They're top four. They're pushing the premiership this year. Come on, doggies. Jeez, I'm not happy with that. That's just sucking up to the crowd. But if you do like that from BT, let him know in the comments below. Um, we're putting out these season pre- preview videos uh, and podcasts, by the way, because we are on Spotify. Uh, they're coming out every two days. So if you're liking them, make sure you let us know. Give us a like, give us a sub, get involved. Um, can't wait to hear from more, more of you as we get ever closer to the season. So from that, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>